Welcome, welcome to episode seven of the Intergrove podcast. This is Bloater Punch here with Sandwich Punch and Baby Punch. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, man? Doing well, man. Time flies. We're on episode seven. Time flies when the market is crashing, doesn't it? It's at a standstill right now. Yeah, it is. So real quick, I wanted to call out our sponsors, uh, Decentralized by Pocket RPC. So as you guys know, they've been sponsoring us and we really appreciate their support. Um, just a heads up. So uh, it's a free network for anyone to use both on Harmony and Avalanche from day one. There's been a, a ton of instructions on how to add this in the Discord, but we'll drop a link in the description so that you have quick access to it. You can also mint your own private RPC endpoint if you want to ensure your connection to DFK is your own. And the Pocket Network has decentralized network of nodes with 100% uptime. So no need to be worried about DFK going down. And as you guys know, there have been RPC issues and Pocket's been pretty money for me and for the gang here. So shout out to them for their sponsorship and their support. Uh, much love and check it out when you've got a second. Okay, so... Um, we're going to hop in here. So, uh, first question of the day that I think is on everyone's minds is, uh, Jewel, Jewel price. So we, we kind of took a dive last night, a lot of panic in the market. I saw Jewel being diving essentially. So, um, what do you guys think about Jewel price? Where's your heads at? I know I've got some strong feelings about Jewel price, but. Wanted to hear your guys' thoughts. So, Sandwich Punch, what what do you think about Jewel Price? Should we be worried? If I'm a if I'm a Jewel holder, should I be worried? Should I be hodling? What should I be doing? Um, not financial honest, advice. Not yeah, financial yeah, advice. not financial advice. Honestly, like, I think a lot of people think, and I mean, a lot of my tweets are like super uh, bullish and hopium filled. I mean, last couple of days were rough. Um, you know, I was on the phone with Baby Punch like consistently throughout the day, you know, and we were panicked, worried, like, what do we do? Are we, you know, just trying to figure it out. Where I'm at right now is, I mean, yeah, do I kind of wish I'd, I'd taken a bunch of profits at $20? Yeah, I do. But we're at, what, $8.50 now? So I'm just holding, I'm, I'm in my gardens right now, and I'm trying to look for the right opportunities to buy. I've I've been dollar cost averaging in as it's been going down. And, you know, I think I would be, I would be really concerned if this was like just jewel, but I mean, you saw AVAX got crapped on, like, I mean, the whole market got crapped on. So um, when you see the whole market dumping, but then you see the devs responses, I think that's for me, it's like, comforting and i'm just ready to keep holding and and watch this project grow all right baby punch are you panicked are you jostled are you excited Where, where's your heads at um obviously you kind of panic when the price drops this low but frisky i think responded really well he came out with a ton of incentives to incentivize people to hold jewels stake back into the bank um yeah, just like Sandwich Punch said, you know, I, I wish I had taken a little bit more profits. But the nice thing is, is you're still accumulating more jewel. If you've got money in the gardens, you're questing, you're claiming rewards, you can stake in the bank. Um, the thing is, this is 
is this potentially a dip? Is it potentially a market crash? Could it be a crypto winter? You know, we don't really know. But one thing I'm pretty sure, and not financial advice, but I don't think this is going to last very long. Like, am I very confident that this is going to come back pretty strong? Yes, I feel like this is a temporary uh, dip in the market. I think we're going to be back. Um, could it be a couple months? I think so. But uh, who knows? And and so I'm not real worried. The team is very focused on the game, developing the game. So they're going to keep progressing it. And I think we're going to be good. We're all going to make it. So a couple thoughts. So number one, um, I was preaching the gospel of taking profits. So I think let's take a step back and just acknowledge sound investments, regardless of where we're at, you need to ladder profits. So if Jewel recovers, I think you guys should take profits. That's a sound concept that is agnostic of any project. So if Jewel hits 20 bucks, my recommendation to the group is we should probably take some profits and then obviously continue to believe in DFK, invest in DFK with our uh, positions. Uh, second of all, uh, you know, 4chan, you know, some people, here's the thing though, when crypto's going really well, everyone's like, it's, you can't lose. And then crypto dumps 60%. Everyone's like, it's a Ponzi scheme. So I think you just got to be resilient. You got to be willing to take some punches. And if you believe in crypto, then you shouldn't be that afraid. And if you don't believe in crypto, then why are you holding it? And maybe it is a Ponzi scheme. So uh, I think you just got to be straight with yourself. Like, do you believe in crypto? And then double click on that. Okay. So I believe in crypto. Do I believe in this project? And one thing Sandwich Punch, Baby Punch have said often, which I believe is ultimately you invest in people, not projects. And the DFK team uh, is this amazing team of great people who have delivered a great product. So overall, I'm cautiously optimistic, but that's not to say, could you be at five bucks tomorrow? I don't know, maybe. So uh, definitely some scariness in the market, but overall cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'll just, I want to add one quick thing. So I was like, I think Frisky like just nailed it on the head uh, with one of the comments he made last night. And I'm actually just going to pull it up so I don't misquote it. Just like, yes, this is, this is the way a, I want a developer to be responding. So, um, all right, just give me one sec. Uh, right here. So he says, uh, market up, build. Market down, build. Market sideways, build. So like, I mean, that's what we want them to be focused on is just building the right product because then everything else flows after that. Like they're not, they're not here to like pump and dump a coin or just even pump a coin. Like they're here to build a game that's going to be cross chain and the price movement is going to come with that. So you know, like you see a lot of people in a lot of discords with new projects when like the price goes up and then the price tanks. You see a lot of people in the community be like, what are you going to do about this? And they're pointing fingers at the devs. Like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to fix this? Like, and I mean, the reality is it's like, if if we're talking about a game, like, yeah, maybe if you're talking about like some meme coin, but like, if you're talking about a game, like we just want them developing the game the right way. And that I think they nailed it on the head. And then, you know what else? They did do stuff. Like they're in, they, get, they announced huge incentives this morning for people to hold, level up their heroes. So, I mean, I think it's awesome sucks the, the market okay. feels real bad but this is i mean it's this is as good as it gets in such a bad market so um i guess last question on this and then i have a 
a burning question for both of you. But last question, have you, again, not financial advice, but have either of you bought the dip yet in a material way? Are you still waiting or are either of you like it's time to buy? Oh yeah. Break it down. What'd we do last night? So, I mean, there's different. Yes. We, we, I was up at like three 30 last night after playing some Dota and I bought, um, I bought, I bought different things, right? I bought, I bought some AVAX. I bought some Phantom. I bought some, uh, somatic. I, I am tapering off on, you know, like, I'm in like my jewel buy zone right now, like this price. So I'm not selling like daily quest rewards or garden. Like my, I'm planning to just stash those now, especially with the announcement. So um, I will probably continue to buy some of these other tokens that will be pairings. I will, you know, if, if we see jewel go down even more, I'm going to go in deeper. You know, I, some people have seen me post on uh, Twitter and discord. Like I went in pretty, like what was a, a big buy for me? uh at 2150 and that hurt so i mean i'll definitely be looking for opportunities to dca in more and you you did the same baby punch yeah we uh we bought some like i said we bought phantom we bought matic we bought some avax um and just as he said you know you take profits on jewel as it as it goes up and then this is the buy zone so we're not selling um honestly maybe even accumulating more so this is a really good price and with all the incentives that frisky just announced i mean it's worth holding and if you're not in this for the short term then you just hodl you just hold this stuff the market will come back got it just don't panic all right i have an unplanned question for the team here so obviously face reveal we're all showing our faces uh, we talked about it. We decided it would be cool. So one thing that I'm a little concerned about with this crypto as a Ponzi or just a lot of the negative press crypto gets when the market tanks 60% or whatever, it's down. Jewel's down from 22 bucks to 8 bucks. So very large dip for Jewel and for the market in general. So um, how do you feel that the the guys running this show, and again, I acknowledge both of you are Jewel fans and DFK fans, how do you guys feel about the guys running the show? Multi, well, multi-billion uh, company, essential, especially when I was at twenty-two bucks. How do you feel about them not doxing? And do you think that's fair? Um, and be fair with the response. Again, I know you guys love DFK, but do you think that's reasonable for someone managing a billion plus in assets to not dox, to not have transparency? So let's go, baby punch first, then let's go sandwich punch. Um, I think it would be cool if they did. Um, I'm not really leaning one way or the other. I don't really see a ton of reason not to, except for the fact that this is a new crypto project and people are dumping a lot of money in. If a game like this can go sideways very easily, even outside of any Ponzi scheme, uh, good projects crash all the time. I mean, they keep saying that 90% of the crypto projects will go to zero in the long term. And so I understand their hesitation of not doxing in the sense that if people lose a lot of money, you know, they don't want people to come after them and their family because crypto is high risk in general. So I understand that. Um, we've established this is 
here to stay. They're on the cutting edge of Gamify. They've made a ton of advancements. Um, they're moving the game along. I think at this point, like if they did dox themselves, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but if they didn't, you know, it's I understand the reasoning behind it. I wish they would, but you know, I'm not holding it against them, and I'm not making any decisions based on them not doxing themselves. Yeah, you know, I think they'll eventually have to. Like, you can't. You're gonna have a hard time going cross chain to some of the biggest chains and remaining fully doxed. I mean, we all like we all saw like kind of the sour taste that the whole Freya Xylar kind of debacle put in everybody's mouth. So, um, I mean, when when you're completely anonymous, you know that those type those are the concerns, and and that's you know exactly what happened here in the Harmony ecosystem. I'm not worried about that with DFK, but I think that eventually. And I think they've mentioned this is like they they realize like as they as this continues to grow like this, you can't be like a top fifty project and still be fully docked. So I think it would be awesome. I totally get it. Why though? Like you know, like you know, we're showing our faces, but like we're just some like average Joe schmoes that like like the game and we talk about it. These guys are like making a game, and you have very irrational people that buy these games, and you know. They buy in at 22 bucks and it goes down to eight bucks and they're like ready to like hurt somebody, you know? So, I mean, it's scary. Like if you've got a family, so like, I get it. Again, I, I, so I understand both those arguments and I think those are legitimate arguments, but then why? So like the CEO of Google, the CEO of Facebook, the CEO of any of these large corporations, the CEO of your hundred million dollar mid cap firm, they're all doxxed. And if employees get fired, they know who they are. If shareholders aren't happy, they know who they are. So why do we hold crypto to this weird uh, standard where it's like, oh, it's okay if they don't dox because there's a lot of money involved. Well, there's a lot of money involved in any business, but the fact that we can talk to them, that we can see them, that they're visible, we know who they are. We can run like a, a quick Google search on them, you know, to make sure they're not like, crazy people themselves. I don't know. I just feel like we have this weird crypto culture where it's okay to not dox when you're managing a billion dollars of people's assets. And the reality is we know scams happen. Those assets could be gone tomorrow. So if we're talking about what's best for the shareholders, or in this case, everyone holding Jewel, I, I can't see a path where you're not doxing. And I, I don't know. I'm just a little fatigued from the crypto culture of it's okay to not dox. Am I, am I overreacting though? Uh, I mean, you make a really good point. You know, you've got, I work for a publicly traded company and I mean, our stock has gone down. But, you know, the, the markets have just been getting crushed. Like you've got, it, like the rationale I gave before of like investors losing their money and being disgruntled, like would also apply in the equity market. So, I mean, you make a really good point. And I think as we see more and more like scams and rug pulls, that you, this is like the, the, it's going to be more normal to like have to dox yourself for like to become like a you know one of the large projects but i mean again i, th I think we're st like we're still in like the wild west very very much yeah so. very early okay so my question then is sandwich punch would you mind kind of recapping or just like explaining to the audience what happened with 
And again, you know, go where you want to go. Don't go where you don't want to go. But what's going on with the drama on the Harmony chain? We have some Sarah drama. We have some DFK Wiki drama. We've got some Freyala drama. Could you re give us a recap? Like, I know you're pretty close to some of this stuff. Can you help us understand what's going on for the casual person that doesn't follow maybe as closely? So I'm not going to say much because I honestly don't know too much. Um, I mean, Freya was the co-founder of Freyala. She's no longer involved in the project at all. I think that the current team is going to crush it. Um, you know, Tell Chakra, I think Flu's on board now. So I think, um, I, honestly, I can't like go into details of what Freya did exactly because I, I don't know all the details, but there's the tweet, you know, that um, the Freyala team put out about it. But essentially, you know, Freya was essentially like acting under a bunch of different pseudonyms and um in different projects and it was just it sounds like maybe there was some like poaching of devs and maybe even some misappropriation of funds again i, I don't know if that's 100 percent accurate go go look at the tweets go look at you know freala's discord in their tweets and also sarah put a big post about her or his side of the story so it's just you know it's just a big dramatic debacle and you know i don't want to waste too much time here talking on it but uh, and I, again, I, I wish I could give you like more like summary, like a better summary, but I, I honestly don't have like great, like background information on it. Well, so I guess as a harmony chain investor, uh, we're kind of in this ecosystem. Does this give pause? Is this scary for you? Baby punch? Are you worried about this kind of activity? Do you feel like this is just, you know, part of the game? Like how, how did you, I be personally, I, I was a little off put, you know, I use DFK Wiki a ton. All of a sudden, it's gone, right? It literally disappears in a day. And I don't know any of the inside scoop at all. I'm just, I'm a user. I'm using it. I'm excited about it. Then I'm all in on Stellarverse. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's gone. Then I see a tweet, the Freyala co-founder, gone. So there's this, you know, there's just some instability that gives me pause. Where are your thoughts, Baby Punch? Yeah, I mean, there's so much unregulation in the crypto market and something is going to have to kind of sh change in order for this to hit mass adoption because it it makes people really reluctant to get into the space when you know a teenager can create three profiles and scam people for millions of dollars and run off with a project and so i mean we have people who are involved in multiple projects and it's hard to see when you there's a face in the community that you trust and they do something like that and that's why when you find a good project and you know the people behind it, the devs are active. I mean, you kind of just lean into that. You stick with what you know, you stick with what is safe. You invest very little, you know, what you're willing to lose into the high risk projects. And you kind of just play sound investment strategy, take profits as it goes up. You never know if a project is going to get rug pulled until you feel pretty confident about it. Like DFK, I have zero concern about that. I'm in a couple really early projects that very easily could be a rug pull and you just take profits. You you play sound investment strategy, sell when it goes up, hodl when it goes down, and you just got to know the game you're in right now. Until we get more regulation, then it is going to be literally the Wild West. Hmm. 
Okay, uh, we are going to go to a giveaway. So, Sandwich Punch, do you have a trivia question you would like to ask the audience from a DFK perspective? We are giving away an egg today. So if you are interested yeah. in the egg, the guidelines are what we did last week. You will submit your response with your Discord ID in the response. So if I were you right now, I would type my Discord ID with the hashtag and then the number that follows so that when we ask the question, all you have to do is answer the question. Your Discord ID is already there. So again, giveaway an egg, turning it over to Sandwich Punch for the trivia question. Yeah. Give me, give me um, 30 seconds here. Ooh, what color egg, by the way? What do we... Uh, we're going to do a bluesy, blue egg. Ooh, blue egg. Delish. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I had something else, but I, I think I want to do it DFK related. So just give me uh, another 30 seconds to figure out the right question here. So I have something, Mark, uh, jump or Simon, jump over to my uh, screen here. I just want to show something real quick. So here's a little something to keep in mind. If you guys are running through some of your quests and say you're picking out some miners, you know, not everyone might be in a situation where you have more than six miners, but if you are in a situation where you have more than six miners, look and keep in mind about um, your current stamina. So right now, if you select one miner, it's going to Say you select a miner as your lead miner, and then you throw in a couple other heroes that are off profession, you know, forgers or gardeners. It's going to give you an estimated what you are going to get out of this. So let's just say, I'll just do this for now, for example. So it's saying I'm going to approximately unlock 3.42 Jewel. That's assuming full optimization, all the stamina is being used. But we do know that when your lead miner's stamina depletes that the quest stops and so if you don't have full miners that means everyone else any archers or, gar or gardeners or forgers they're still going to have stamina remaining and so keep in mind that when you go to choose your uh, heroes try to keep people so if you have six or more than six miners try to keep um, the stamina's congruent here so if you throw in someone who's got 25 stamina that guy is going to deplete and everyone else who has 26 stamina is going to have one stamina remaining at the end of that quest. So just a little side note there, pay attention to the stamina. I know everyone looks at um, the proximate jewel per tick, but also pay attention to your maximum stamina. Make sure you don't have one that's in there. That's going to keep your quest from going full running the full length. Love it. All right. Uh, I see we're getting some questions, but let's do the trivia question real quick. So um, trivia question is, remember, you have to have uh, to win. You have to include your Discord profile in the response. Same line. It can't be separate lines. So wait, question, and does spelling matter? Let's clarify. Uh, spelling, spelling matters. Um, OK. You know, we won't get into like capitalization and like you know if uh, say if a word ever has like an 
you know an accent on it or something we don't care about that but like the letters matter spelling so um the question is if leveling up from level 16 to level 17 how many runes do you need and how many total runes you need and what are the runes so leveling up from level 16 to level 17 what runes do you need we're looking for a quantity and the name of the runes Oof. it's a tough one i don't think i could even hit this i'd have to go look it up so we got 17 from roscoe is that is that correct no 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 leveling up from level 16 to level 17 i'm looking for the names of the runes and how many of each rune all right i think i'm seeing steve rockoff to schwas for moksha that's the that's the response did anybody else get that before him i'm seeing steve as the first the first in my side as well steve rockoff all right baby punch do you want to message him in discord yep. before we lose that before you scammers out there report this as a you report his message and it gets deleted from the record okay um steve rock awesome. congrats man congrats on the egg nice job man hey uh run us through where to find that info yes give me one sec i will share that let's go window gg steve well done, right. good sir. So this is what you do. You go to, you know, docs.defikingdoms.com. Are you sharing that, your screen, Samus? Oh, there we go. Yeah, that information is readily available here under gameplay and under uh, heroes and leveling. I believe it was leveling, yeah. So right here, you know, if you have, if you're not reading the docs, guys, you got to read the docs. Like, this is like... This is not like a, a, I feel like you're like going into like Dark Souls type of game here. Like nobody's explaining, like if, if you don't read the docs, I don't know how you would like understand how to play this game. So especially as like other aspects come out. So here's the leveling and this tells you like, so if you're leveling up from level one to two, you need one Schwasserin. Level, you know, six to seven, you need four. And so, you know, Steve went down here and found from 16 to 17, you need two Schwasserins, four Moksha. So congrats on finding that, man. All right, so we're, we're going to go with one question that I think is super interesting, and I'd like Sandwich Punch to break down what we know uh, and how we know it as far as hero abilities. And again, keep in mind, some people might not even know about, I don't even know, maybe I'm misnomering them, but the basic, advanced, elite, transcendent, I don't know if those are called traits. Uh, what do we know about them? Um, what could you tell us about them, and is it influencing your hero purchases? um that that question's from ftm so thank you ftm yeah you know what let me actually pull up because i think some people here. listening might be like what you, what is he even talking about like what like that doesn't appear anywhere on the card like what, what are they talking about right so that detail you have to pull right now from uh other sources so here is a link and let me drop this in the chat this is this link is from Raf and uh, Nindorf. They have a podcast as well, so you definitely, I would definitely check their podcast out. Let me. Uh, you know what? I can't drop this in the chat, so 
Let me we'll, we'll drop it in the description for sure. Yeah. So essentially, like, let's just pull up a random here. Five, six. Actually, let's go like a later generation. So hidden in the in like the blockchain data for every card is you've got like their abilities and the abilities we don't really know much about yet. So like here's this hero, hero three, six, eight, four. All of these details we do know a lot about, you know, their strength, their stats, their professions, their genetics. I think what most people have known about up to now is this stuff. And, and the abilities have started to come out a lot recently in the last week or two, especially with the last AMA. So like, you know, he's a warrior, uh, monk subclass, guarding profession and vitality. But now we have this detail about these abilities. Um, there are eight basic abilities, four advanced abilities, two elite abilities, and one transcendent ability. So, I mean, if you have been paying attention to like how summoning works, you might be noticing a trend here eight basic classes, four advanced classes, two elite classes, one exalted class. And um, the from what I've been able to tell discussing with others, and Mr. Zipper's talked about this, he's kind of like the genetics guru, is it's going to be the exact same. The, the code works the exact same. Eight basic abilities, two of them, when combined together, have a 25% chance to make a um, advanced ability. Two advanced abilities paired together uh, have when paired, you know, the right pairs put together has a 25% chance to advance to an elite and elite has an, a chance to go into transcendent. So what does that mean? We have no idea. We, we really don't know. It, it will probably be pretty, a pretty big boon to whoever has it because you've, if you just compare like exalted, like a dread knight to any of the basic classes, their stat growths are just like incredibly larger. I think, what was it like a, a common, a level 100 common dread knight would end up with like the same stats as a level 100 mythic basic so but a big buff so this seems to me though based on the nomenclature here active and passive this seems ability driven does it have anything to do with rarity does it have anything to do with you know basic to exalted classes no, like no do we know any of that yeah, I think so. I, it's a completely separate hereditary trait, just like all these other, you know, these first ones have nothing to do with your, these are not impacted at all by your rarity, neither are these ones. Hmm. So, and then same with like your class, but Hubert did say in the last AMA that these, like if you have the right ability, like certain abilities will be better tailored to certain classes. Like, I mean, I'm guessing there's going to be certain abilities that are mana intensive and they require a lot of MP. So if you have that skill on like a paladin who has low MP, like maybe not ideal, have it on a dark knight or somebody or, you know, who has high intelligence stat growth, like then you start to see synergies, just like you see synergies between profession, certain professions and classes, you'll see synergies between certain abilities and classes, but we have no idea what these mean. Basic one through eight, like that means nothing to us yet. So stay okay, tuned. So so you could, I guess, to your point and to answer the question from FTM, you might be able to use some of these third-party tools, find heroes for sale that aren't factoring in this knowledge and speculate on actives and passes. Whether that pays off, we don't know, right? But you could speculate on that now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So you could go and um, you could go and like, hey, I want to find 
you're renting out, you know, you've got your Gen Zero or any hero, and you see like, oh, my guy has basic ability one and two. I'm gonna try to find a a, a summoning partner that has basic ability, you know, three and four, or no, sorry, like I want to line up one and basic ability one with two and basic ability two, uh, three with four. So. Got it. You could definitely start looking for that and like try to hit that advance and maybe you get that advance but we just don't know really what that means yet so like i i definitely would not be like making decisions based on that over class where we do know the you know the impact but if you can if that's like some additional layer you can add on top of like looking at the recessives and trying to hit the right profession in class and if you can at the same time also add in like a, hey I'm, i have a bonus chance of also getting an advance ability when i ping this guy i think you know Anybody willing to put in the research and do the time that could, you know, end up paying off big. Hmm. All right. Well, that was all I had. Uh, any last words from Samich or Baby Punch? I know there's a bunch of good comments. Um, questions in the comments here. Let's see if we can find some. So uh, one asked how much jewel I be or how much crystal I'd be getting based on my heroes. Do we want to ro run through that? I mean, I, I feel like there's been a, quite a bit published. Yeah, go go check my just go check my medium article on this man. Like, I, I, there we'll be able to you'll be able to read that more concisely and more accurately than us like potentially bongling it here on the, the chat. So to bongle, someone did ask um, with the announcement this morning are you guys changing strategy at all with likes with the current dip in the market are you summoning are you holding are you selling that'd be good to go over yeah um i'll share some thoughts on that so i i need to like i still i'm in the middle of like updating my article on the airdrops so that i can better understand it and so that everyone else can as well but i think the hero leveling is pretty cool. I think I will be out of the running. You know, there's there's been people who like have used like 240 stamina potions to like grind a guy up to level seven. So that one's probably out of my reach, but I am still planning to like level up heroes and hit some of those other airdrops after those like top five gen zeros. I'm gonna keep summoning with, you know, what I've got when it makes sense um, with my gen zeros whenever they're off cooldown. But I think for the most part, I'm just like holding the line. I am back into, I don't think I'll be in profit taking, selling my jewel, you know, maybe daily rewards for a little while. And I'll be back in um, staking in the bank. And I think so my gardens, I'm just keeping like, I'm all about like my gardens. So I'm just going to keep those in there. So there was a question here from Tommy OB. Do we know how rare it is for here to have a leader transcendent? So I don't have the exact math. I was doing some analysis on this with Sandwich Punch. Uh, I think a basic uh, good benchmark would be to say how common are exalted classes and correlate that to the transcendence. How common are, uh, you know, and like go down the class list and that's kind of how it works. But anecdotally, when I looked what was selling in the tavern, there's probably, I don't know, 20 elites available in the tavern at the time i checked which that's pretty small and there was maybe one or maybe none of the transcendence available just to give you a anecdotal reference point to how common or available from advanced there it was uh available enough like you could you could pick up advanced if you wanted them but elites were pretty rare and transcendence were essentially almost not findable yeah 
what are, what are, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on the Christovel and your strategy? So one thing, maybe I just didn't know this, but was jewel rewards always the plan with along with crystal rewards? As far as the airdrops? No, the first so. one the first one had no jewel associated. That's what I thought. So essentially they just doubled the rewards for everything. If you're getting a jewel and a crystal for everything, then you they essentially just doubled the rewards for all the airdrops. Yeah, so I, I think huge. that might be a knee-jerk reaction to the market, my guess. It seems unlikely that that was coincidental that Jewel had gone from $22 to $8 when they made a bunch of these announcements. So some of it certainly seems like a reaction to uh, the current climate, which is fine. They're trying to incentivize people to stay. They're trying to give people reason. They're trying to provide leadership and hope. So I'm fine with that. And yeah, you're right. It sounds like they definitely increase rewards. Yeah. Yeah, keep an eye keep an eye out for my article. I'll be updating it, and then it will have all the airdrop info in one article. I will say too, like I, this drop, guys, this drop was not caused by the first airdrop. I've seen some people in Discord mention that, like the the only snapshot that's ended is the heroes. So like people, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe the, like the last three days of the airdrop snapshot, they they were like dumping, but I don't think that was the case. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Congratulations, Steve, yeah, thanks, for the guys. Ag win, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, you guys. guys. Thanks.